And welcome back to episode 58 of the Hit the Showers podcast, presented to you by the Foolproof Entertainment Network. As always, I am your host, Clifford Jordan Jennings, here with my point man and co-host, Malcolm Eagles, Team Masseuse King. (laughs) (laughs) I like that, I like that. He get them knots out. <laughs> we got OG Mike Brown in the building. What's going on? What's going on? What's happening, peeps? Listen, another day in the neighborhood, as Mr. Rogers would always say. We got yeah. Jay Mead back in the building. My guy Jay, what's happening in? You good? Can you hear me? Yeah, we good. Okay. Hey, okay, cool. Okay. Well, um, we're here to talk sports, uh, ladies and gentlemen. What uh, what do you want to start out with? Uh, I know uh, Malk had a lot of words to say about Justin Fields today. Justin Fields. Well, why don't we just go ahead and start off with the uh, Philadelphia and Pittsburgh game? Let's get that out. We can definitely. Let's get that out. Let's get that out of the way. <laughs> so Mike is stupid. Oh. So I mean. <laughs> <laughs> so Najee, Najee Harris, what what do you think? What do you think of him? I Is mean, you? Uh, smooth. What you got, I mean, Mount? Go ahead. He's he's smooth. I mean, I think everybody knew he was going to come out the gates, uh, being some sort of playmaker in the backfield. Um, right. I think, I think he definitely looked good in the game, but I don't think that that really showed what he was capable of. It was kind of, it was kind of, um, sample size, right? It was a very small one and it it was kind of clunky. You know what I mean? Like the game itself was a little clunky. So it wasn't a lot of pretty plays that I saw. So I think once the uh, field opens up for him a bit, people really going to be seeing something with Najee. Yeah. You said what, Jay? Your mic breaking up a little bit, but right now, I mean, this is the uh, that's the point to get used to all that. My fault, hold up, somebody's texting me. Yeah, why are you hating, Mike? You gotta, you gotta worry about whatever your Raiders is gonna do. Oh, uh, we play Seattle, yeah, huh. tonight, tonight. Yeah. But uh, you know what was funny about that game is I definitely thought that, um. Jalen Hurts was going to get the QB1 position when he came out starting that game. Yeah. 
Um, yeah, I thought he was going to get that QB1 position when he came out starting that game. And then uh, I seen Flacco come in, and I said, not so fast there, Jalen. Mm-hmm. Not so fast there, Jalen. I think Flacco might have. Uh, yeah, it's like he got something to prove, don't he? Flacco. He's, he's mad. <laughs> he, he, had a little, he had a little attitude, you know, when they say he's going to be the backup. He's like, hold up. I've been in the league this long, and y'all just going to call me a backup? <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, Nick, folks, we're going to call you a backup, man. That's cause, that's what you do, okay? You, you, uh, you said, y'all, Nick, folks, we're going to call you Oh, my bad, my bad. I'm sorry. Did you forget, once again, not even Dan Marino can sit at the same table as Nick Foles. You know what I mean? You talking about Super Bowl rings? <laughs> <laughs> you talk about y'all sit here. Oh, you ain't get one. You ain't <laughs> Uh, Y'all back on the Nick Foles. Well, you know what? It's funny, though, um, because you would think that you would have a little bit more respect for Flacco. Right. Being that you like Nick Foles so much like that. Because isn't he in the same situation? No, he's not. Not even even in the same conversation. As a matter of fact, situation. Joe Flacco, I I never liked him. He got a Super Bowl. He's got a Super Bowl. Yeah, he got one, too. So they didn't say. Man, listen. Even the one Antetokounmpo brother got a Super Bowl ring. I mean, a uh, uh, NBA championship ring. I don't mean that but you Flacco started the happen. Flacco started the whole season and won that championship. His defense. Let's not forget that's right before Ray Lewis and Ed Reed retired. His defense took it over the top and helped obtain that championship. He did play a small factor in that. But Joe Flacco has never been an outstanding quarterback to me. That's way before. I mean, but that you can you can say the same about Nick. Like you could say the stars aligned for him that night, and that's how he got that done. Because that was probably one of the best performances of his life. That Super Bowl. Right. I agree. I agree. But the fact that he that what I'm saying is, if Joe Flacco was in that same situation. Against the Patriots and the Tom Brady, would he have done that? Let alone won the championship and the Super Bowl. MVP? Well, we don't know. Highly I mean, we don't it. know. That's Highly all speculation. That's we all, don't. We all don't know. But I would have been willing to to bet that Joe Flacco would not have had the same accomplishment. I mean, he's got, Foles, a, he's got a Super Bowl. He can sit at your table, Malcolm. It, okay. It really, well, let's get let's re- be let's be clear. It's not Malcolm's table, but um, oh, the hypothetical table that Malcolm speaks yeah. of. Right, he can pull a seat up too. He said it's always my table. But my point was when I said that um, he's in the same position as Nick Foles, he's that quarterback that's following the young man that has something to prove. I mean, he may, you may be right, and Jalen Hurts may be the guy starting all season, and then Flacco would be your Nick Foles if anything were to happen to Jalen, and you would want somebody with the confidence of either to step in that position. And right now, based on that preseason game, it's clear that he has confidence. I'm wondering if I think he's shooting for more than Nick Foles. I think he's really trying to get in to be one of those old head quarterbacks that's back there um, this year. We may This may be the, the oldest year average uh, quarterback age in the history of the NFL. <laughs> Good luck. Good luck, Mr. Flacco. Good luck. Yeah. That's all I got to say. Good luck, Mr. Joe Flacco. Hey, if he wins his ball games, I'm not going to complain. Don't get me wrong. But the way I see it, I just don't see him being our guy to really get it done. I mean, Jalen didn't look bad, but 
he just couldn't move that ball. That well, ball also, wasn't moving. Also, uh, my boy is out. He's hurt still. He hasn't got a chance to have his debut yet, Mr. Devontae Smith. So who knows what will happen once he comes back. Maybe Jalen's been working with him heavy and he didn't have any confidence in anybody else to really try to get the ball to. But, I mean, who, we'll see. I mean, but we you still see. got Sammy Watkins out there. and I forgot that. He, I didn't know we had actually picked him up when they said his name. I and like, I what? feel like they're, they're, they'll, they'll end up being similar players. Right. Like they still got Alshon Jeffries punk ass too, but he's always hurt. So, but I don't know. I don't know. I think well. at the rate that it's going, based off that one preseason game, I think Jalen Hurts still has a fight on his hand to get that starting spot. He's gonna have to prove himself. Yeah, I don't think anything's solidified yeah. at the moment. I definitely don't think the coach is being diplomatic. I think Flacco has a legit shot. He just looks smooth out there. Jalen Hurts said rent's due every day, and he's willing to pay it. I believe him. His teammates believe him. The veterans believe him. They say he's he's just a natural-born leader in their eyes. He's got a lot of people backing him up uh, on the field right now. So, but yeah, Flacco outshines. Again, I'm all for it, but I like to see what Jalen can do. I like to see what these young guys can do. Yeah, that's yeah. what we're here for. You know what I mean? It's time for the old guard to pass the torch. That's what we're here for, to see these young bucks play, see what the future of the NFL is going to come to look like. Right. But I'm not mad at seeing these old dogs put up a fight. Like, I'm not done yet. Don't count me out. That I feel like that's that's the – that's I feel like, in a way, that's more dangerous. Right. You know what I mean? When you got an old quarterback that's been in almost every position they can in between those hashes – then you know that you your chances are you're in good hands regardless of who it is, whether it's Flacco. Mm. I wouldn't put – I mean, maybe there's not a whole lot. Of course, you got your Flaccos, your Bradys, your Rogers is what, 39? Tannehill. Yeah, he's up there. Tannehill's up there. How old is he? He's 30. I was on late 30s. Yeah. Yeah, I I don't know why I thought it was a few more than that, but I mean, but I mean, even still, that's that's impressive when you look at quarterbacks. Well, I guess this NFL is a little more uh, geared towards them, you know. Tom Brady, Ben Roethlisberger is thirty. That's who I was thinking of. Aaron Rodgers is thirty. Seven. Ryan Tannehill's 32. 32. No, he still, that's prime. You're not too old, then. Yeah, that's still prime. You can, you're still prime at that point, I would say. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean. But Roethlisberger was the one I was thinking of that I couldn't. But, yeah, I mean, I think that that's a dangerous thing when you got a, a veteran quarterback that's been in that long, especially playing at that level. Because out of all those people that you named... They're all pretty decent quarterbacks as well. Yeah. At least decent. Right, right. At least decent. So when you have that many reps, it almost becomes like muscle memory. Mm-hmm. And I don't want to really just use the word muscle memory because it's more than that. You know what I mean? Like your mind is still reading the field. 
But I, I guarantee you, once you've been playing in the league as long as they have, they probably know what the play's going to be walking out of the huddle. Right. Like, I see which way his feet are turning. He's about to line up. and Yeah, I got y'all. Mm-hmm. I don't even need more, to see y'all's lineup. I know what's about to happen here. More knowledge. Right. Yeah. And it's, All right. What you got, Mike? No, I was uh was scary. Uh I didn't I wasn't trying to change on y'all, but I was scared to go to the next one like uh that Washington and uh the Patriots game. Mac Jones. Yeah, yeah. They they want him bad. I don't I don't I don't see Cam I don't see Cam being there long. I really don't. I mean you know, they want Mac Jones. That's 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 Belichick's, you know. That's, yeah. that's that's how he does it. His man. new newfound son. Yeah, that's his new that's his new Ferrari. <laughs> right. You know. Well, you know what? Well, hold up. Before we do uh, move it on, I do want to point out that I thought that once again, I really do think that Rudolph and Haskins, for that matter, are good backups to have. Yeah. Rudolph for Pittsburgh. Yeah, man, I think that yeah. they were they were out there throwing it. They they, my thing is when when I'm looking at a quarterback, especially a young quarterback, and I'm not saying Rudolph still falls into that category so much as Haskins right. does. I look at how comfortable they look out there. You know what yeah. I mean? And mm-hmm. I just feel like he's comfortable he's comfortable back there and i don't i don't even know if it's so much his um his quarterback senses you know how like they say a quarterback can usually sense mm-hmm. somebody coming from the yeah. blind side and all that <laughs> i don't even know that it's that when i look at haskins i don't and i don't think he's dumb i just think he's out there playing like not even really thinking just playing like backyard football right you say so, so you think he got a problem with the, the playbook? Then reading the playbook, Haskins. I don't know. I that was one of his issues in Washington. Did they? Uh, really? Reading so the playbook and studying film. Uh. Yeah, because he's out partying, right? He's also an Ohio State quarterback. Uh oh. And they crack Uh-oh. in the NFL. I mean, it's proven time. I'll be forgetting about Haskins. Haskins can break the break the curse too. No, Haskins had his chance. Yeah, he already had. His, nah, his he's still a young boy. He can break that curse. Haskins yeah. elevated the curse. He <gasps> didn't even make it through his rookie deal. And with the same and, team, and don't get it started because what happened to JT Barrett last time I checked, he was on the Saints, and he he's not there. Well, no he was never anymore. brought into the league to be a quarterback in the first place. Who wasn't? JT Barrett. They had him. At How'd you say Braxton Man. Miller? Maybe. They no the JT Barrett they ain't keeping him as he no was, quarterback. But nobody was, looked at him as a real but, but option. Wasn't but wasn't he the quarterback though of Ohio State? Yeah, the whole time. But how many? I mean, what happened? How many quarterbacks at Ohio State are now wide receivers? Well, I don't know. You tell me. <laughs> how many quarterbacks yeah. at Ohio State are no longer in the league? <laughs> well, I mean, regardless. <laughs> You're smart. Smith up. that is he. Is he selling cards too? Right. Uh, <laughs> they worried about getting tattoos. Maurice Gillette. Yeah, Y'all got one. He ready to clap on somebody. Who got one? Y'all got one. Ain't Henny still in the league? Is Chad Henny still in the league? 
Tom Brady, I, the best quarterback, is no. still in the league. That counts for about 15. Man, y'all got uh, one. Henny's not in there. Hey. <laughs> y'all got one. I don't even want to count Henny. Y'all got one and a half. <laughs> really ain't that many. Got one and a half. Tom Brady. Tom Brady's enough to compensate. At least Ohio State. Flag. I was gonna say all of your all of your quarterbacks combined coming from Ohio State can't match up to half of what he's done. Right. Uh, who? Tom Brady. Go. Or Greasy. Or Henny. You pick. Greasy. Stop it. Where oh, Greasy no, no. come yeah. from? Gracie was Michigan. Who is that? Bob. Bob. Brian Gracie. Brian Gracie. Brian. Brian. Okay. He didn't. He didn't last. He didn't last long. He was at Denver, wasn't he? Yeah, he was on. Oh. Yeah, still lasted longer than Ohio State. Right. Well, they never moved him to a wide receiver, so he didn't. Because he could actually throw a ball. We we last. We just get they changed their positions on him. Yeah. Is that what we going with? That's what yeah, <laughs> yeah. They go for quarterbacks, wide receivers. Yeah. You know, we we had one in uh, we there had one in Brittany. Oakland uh, that time. We had we had one in Oakland. Who prior? Yes. Yeah. I yes. Mean, he, turned into wide receiver. Yeah. He yeah. He turned into a wide receiver. He had to come in training camp. Uh, and he had he had what a year and a half of really good years, and then got shut down by Pac Man. <laughs> yeah, well, he was when they played. He he had it when he they played for the Browns. Yeah. Braxton did too on the low. Maybe in college, I don't remember him in the NFL. Was he a return man? On the no, he was a receiver. Texans. He was a receiver. Texans. Oh, I forgot well, he, he was like their fourth the string in Texas and Houston. Right, but he ended up going to Texans. Then he started making yeah. noise with the Browns, and then yeah, he got shipped off. Yeah. Around the time they got Odell. But I will so say... A little before then. I was going to say it was, it was a nice bit before yeah, then. Yeah, a little before then. I will say I was giving <laughs> uh, Justin Fields a hard time when I talked to you earlier, Cliff. Right. Mike and I, Mike and I are watching the game. But right. Mike will tell you, once once that second half came on, them, them jitters went away, and hey, he was lighting the field up. Yeah, wasn't he, he was Mike? doing something. Yes, he looked hey, pretty good. Looked he was pretty doing good. something. Points. On yeah. the board, I was. I'm cheering for him right now. I ain't gonna lie. He look, he looked. He looked better than Mitchell Trubisky. No, you know. Oh, yeah. I mean, it was Andy Dalton out there, and Nick Foles. Besides Fields, that's who. Oh, well, listen, while he goodness. was talking, Here he looked better than Jalen uh, Hurts. He did. <laughs> I know. He yeah. definitely did. But, but he also got more time work. too. And he has more to work. Yeah, and he has more to work with though. Neither one of them had that comfort that I was talking about though when I said like. Haskins just looks comfortable, and that may be from the fact that, like you said, he might not be best with the playbook. Because I noticed that he doesn't go deep too much. He's always hitting what's right in front of him, like the he always has. Dink and dunk. Dink that and was dunk. his shit in college too. Right. Yeah, I just guess. throw a yeah. three yard pass to Paris Campbell and let him take off. He has a little bit more more accuracy and all that than an average Ohio State quarterback he can, he can he can put it out there a little bit the only other one was the uh cardale jones he was pretty accurate at, at one point
just couldn't keep his head on straight. Even when he came out that first year in Buffalo, he looked pretty good. And then I don't know what happened after that. He, he had the long. The first year bomb. in Buffalo, he was moved to third string. Right, he had the long bomb, but he was not accurate. Yeah, yeah. I was gonna say they called him twelve gauge. Well, I'm talking about in <laughs> Ohio State. He, I said he was one of the more accurate quarterbacks. I but um, so. I was gonna say I don't know what Cardell Jones you was watching. He lost his job right. to JT. Right, right. No, he didn't. Yes, he did. No, he didn't. He came out too. He came out too early. He uh and JT stayed. No, that's what I'm saying. That he lost when he won him. the championship, right? Right. Then he was named the starting quarterback the following year. JT bailed his ass out of two games. One of them was the Penn State game. Y'all was behind. And then JT ended up taking over midway through. They used to do like a like a they don't played play them quarterback system. Yeah, don't play that. I'm they did. Get to the, they no, don't did. play that. They did. Because it, it was never no. It was never no. It was never no. JT just started <laughs> while Cardell was there. He did at a point. What? That ain't happened. JT ain't just start while Cardell was there. JT, right? They had to ride the guy that just won the championship. He was yeah, happy. I need to go uh, look that up again, man. Nah, I know. I'm serious. I know. Cardell lost watching. his job because he was about as accurate as a 12 gauge. Nah, he, he, he had. Sound <laughs> <laughs> Demarcus Russell, mean. He had a lot more accuracy Pretty much. than anybody else out yeah. there. Than any uh, Barrett, uh, Pryor, or Miller. Hey, Barrett holding records right now. What you mean? Because he played six years. Mm. That's cute, but he ain't start. Most of those Braxton started the first two. Mm-hmm, I hear you. Yeah. And then he got her for a whole year. Why am I defending your boy? I right. think that ain't, that ain't my boy. <laughs> His team. That ain't my boy. I think Barrett was one of the worst quarterbacks we had there. No. Wow. You ain't been watching too long wow. then. Right. That's oh, I've been I'm watching. Wow. JT Barrett wow. is not it. Yeah, you gonna break records when you stay in the motherfucking the school for five years. But you, but you know damn well you only eligible for four. Man, listen, it don't matter still- what Ohio State quarterback out of all the ones we named stayed longer than three. And most, of I them mean, was- y'all didn't even name my personal favorite. Who? Troy. Troy Smith. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, he. I mean, that's always gonna be my favorite quarterback, Ohio State quarterback. But he, uh, what he did was a dude I hated the love. He was just undersized. He went to the Ra- okay, Ravens. Right. And couldn't, couldn't see over the offensive line. Yeah, and they, they cut him. Right? Uh, he went. He went to the <laughs> Ravens and got sick. <laughs> he got he play sick? my boy like that. Yeah, he got sick. He got like really, really sick. Oh, I didn't hear about that. By the way, Brittany, yeah. we, that's how we Blacko won the starting job. We all, that right? uh, we, yeah. we all agreed, Brittany. Browns is going four and thirteen. Who? Oh, who's we? Uh, listen, nobody would have for his me, motherfucking. Yeah, self. I was about to say me nobody would agree with agreed. that. Ma- Baker yeah. Baker Mayfield's gonna run out of uh, his luck that he had last year. Luck? I don't think. I think yeah. he's past the luck stage. I think I'd agree. I, I think he's that. way past the luck stage. You you oh. got you said the Browns, but you meant to say the Eagles. <laughs> no. oh. That's what that was. You said the Browns. You know what's going to happen, Brittany? 
Mayfield feel like he got to get Odell that ball anytime he can. He now, that does mess him up. That is a legitimate claim. He can't do that. He can't. But do that he's a playmaker, though. He's a playmaker. Odell's a playmaker, man. You well, got to play. gotta get that ball to him, man. No, you don't got to. He get always that gets ball hurt. He always you, gets hurt, though. You got to get the ball to who's open. Right, and I right. hate when he tries to force the ball to Odell because Odell mm-hmm. is, I mean, he was, you know, a top. I ain't going to say was. Yeah, he's still a top notch um, wide receiver. But, you know, with that comes demands. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. that comes to man's where I, I should get at least 12 touches a game, et cetera, et cetera. Right. You know how that yeah. goes. So, right. I mean, yeah. I'm sure he felt some pressure coming into it. Like this is Odell Beckham Jr. He ain't no joke. So, you know, trying to be the, the guy that, you know, um, is liked by everybody. He probably felt a lot of pressure to, to get him that ball with who he was dealing with based off of who he was dealing with. Nigga, all I can say is you seen what the fuck happened out there while you was uh, sitting out that season. You better shut the fuck up and play your role. Right. That's why, I mean, that's what it is now. You know what I'm saying? But I'm saying coming into it, he hadn't set out that, they, you know, they hadn't seen what he, the, the magic yet. So, right. but, so yeah, I mean, he got a different, he got some, some leverage now. So hopefully Baker is like eased up. But I mean, we'll see. I think they're going to be all right for real. I think they're going to be all right this year together. We're gonna see about that defense. Ooh. Who did they get? Yeah. Didn't they get uh what's the name? Couple pickups. Once you tell me, let me know. Or well, once uh, you figure it out, let me know. Nah, the one He's talking the, about Clowny. Nah, not Clowny, the uh rookie that y'all got, a linebacker that I was waiting uh that I said The dude from Notre Dame. Uh yeah. Yeah, he nice. He is. Um damn I can't think of his name. A Wuasu hyphen something. Yeah, that dude. I wanted the Raiders to get him, but y'all got him. Uh, and y'all got a couple other picks that they got on defense that that I think should help out a little bit. I think that this may be their year. If this if if last year wasn't, this year definitely is. I will say that last year was our year. I mean, I better hope last year wasn't y'all's year. I'm not saying year. it was our only year, but I'm saying we did well. But we know how we did well. works. They get there and you don't hear about them again for another two moons. Uh, 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 300. What? Uh, Hashtag Cleveland Guardians. Listen. Y'all, Cavaliers. Is, it'll be another couple decades before you hear about Cleveland. If last year was y'all's year. Okay. We'll Cleveland see. Find we'll see. a way to fuck shit up. Now, the, yeah, yes, they used fact. to. They used to. Yeah, they did. They did. They last year, back. they 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 pushed all that. They proved us wrong last year. So they got how long? So what's they token read? How many days clean does they token read? Because <laughs> I feel like it's only a maritime for the motherfuckers relapses. Cleveland. That's like talking about is. Michigan. It's like talk about Michigan football. Hold on, what? <laughs> right. <laughs> yes. Don't play with me. It's don't start that argument. Time before. And don't get me wrong, I'm a Raiders fan as well. They fuck shit up also. The Browns do it in a different type of way. It's it's beyond just losing right. a game. You know what I'm saying? The right. Browns get down to the one-yard line, be down by one point. All they need is a field goal and figure out how to miss the field goal off the one-yard line type deal. So they, we'd, get, they di- we'd, we'd lose to some shitty call. The Raiders would, you know. But I don't know, because but I feel like that's that's on them as well, because they used to lead the league in um, uh, calls Calvary. per game, right? Mm-hmm. So when you like that, then refs automatically assume 
gear on the shit into that stick. That's perfect, Papa. Who knocking? Somebody knocking. Knocking. Name. My neighbor knocking his car. Uh, <laughs> that don't sound like a sound for a car. Yeah. <laughs> they do. It's something with the car they was out there doing. Anyways, uh, back to what I was saying. Justin Fields looked. He looked solid a couple times today. What I seen, like, like calm, cool, collect on a run, broke a couple tackles, ran in for the score. Like he was. He had a couple so, impressive passes that he made too, throwing across his body that I noticed, and I was like, okay, then, Justin. Right. So, so Malcolm, <laughs> are you with me? Do you feel like at some point throughout the season he will? make his way to the starting uh position even if it's due to injury if i yes if i see justin fields either a play the way that he played today overall or to your point b naturally because there's an injury yes i do see either one definitely happen happening um i'm cheering for fields now what i saw today like i want to see more of that like i want to see him like like i was telling cliff like i want to see the young guys take over like some of these old heads he I called was me hating. But, Talking about but, his trash. This nigga trash. He's spinning again. and fumbling. He, oh, well, he did. And I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry that history has conditioned me with Ohio State quarterback. <laughs> Don't blame it on that. Now. I mean, it's true. You got a so bad eye, it. Ricky Rose. <laughs> That's why you got them glasses on. Yeah, you better you tell ain't him, no boss, nigga. Yeah, you better tell him about these Ohio State quarterbacks, man. I ain't got to yeah. tell him. He know. Right. Me. But uh, I'm cheering for Fields, though. Hey, listen, greatest quarterback of all time, Tom Brady. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I don't agree with that, he, but it's up. And he wins six rounds. Well, you don't agree that he's a GOAT, Jay? Is that what you're saying? You don't agree I don't. Then who's the GOAT? Me is Drew. Drew. Drew Brees? Brees. The man that Brady beat? I so mean, what you which time? What you mean? When Every he beat time him twice. Hold on, he's he's beating Drew Brees since Purdue. You don't remember that comparison they did after the year Drew Brees retired, saying the damn poor Drew, he's been getting beat by Brady since he was at Purdue. I do remember. But when did he lose to him? And last time I checked, last year he was two and one against Brady. Oh, Brees has been losing to Brady since college. But yeah, I don't know. It definitely not the numbers game. See, that's what I'm saying. Like when you do, what was you about to say, Brittany? No, no, I was listening, but I was just—I just want to hear Jay's explanation on well, why Drew Brees is the goat. Well, I was and just going to say when you do look at the stats, when you put the stats down there, it's a lot closer of a, a bubble with the Rogers Brees Brady conversation than it looks to the eye. Of course, the rings are there. You know what That's I mean. What I- Man, the rings matter. The fact that y'all going to even leave out Peyton Manning's name off the conversation. Oh, uh, potential. Whoa, whoa, who's y'all? That was Cliff. Cool. He's the one who made a bunch of names. Well, I was talking about the, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, well, I guess Breeze isn't currently active anymore, but I was talking about the active. Oh, yeah, oh. I wasn't including Peyton because he wasn't active. Okay, I was nervous for a minute. I was nervous for a but, minute. But, you know, I don't even know about, like, the GOAT conversation. I mean, yeah, I, I think I I think I would give it to Brady myself. But Seven I could, rings? But I could see. I'm, de- I'm definitely more of a Rodgers guy, but I feel like I got to give it to Brady as far as that GOAT conversation goes. Check. Check I mean, the answer, right to, answer, 
to answer her uh, thing, she asked for an explanation. She, uh, so when it comes to Breeze, there was a lot of things that never really went in his favor. For example, when they finally did win the ring, they disbanded the whole team with Bounty mm-hmm. Cake. Um, never really giving him a chance to relive for a second, a second ring right. until later. Um, I mean, they felt some of those sanctions. Sean Payton, the head coach, was suspended that entire year to the point where they were talking about he might go to the Browns. So it was a it was he never got some of the things that Brady had. Brady got a lot of slaps on the wrist. This man did harder time. Dan Marino never then, got either of the things that either one of them had. And you're not wrong. But, but he can throw for he's me, in the books. He's in the record books though. Dan Marino for me, is. for me, Breeze, his numbers and it's kind of like the Jordan conversation. We could talk about LeBron versus Jordan all we want to, but at the end of the day, did you do what he did in the time he did it? And for me, Breeze is that dude. He did okay. it with less. He did it with less all around him, mm-hmm. uh, coaching and players. And then you know, that's Malcolm, my Malcolm, that's my take on it. Malcolm Brady's Jenkins, like close second. Uh, Malcolm Jenkins, Michael Thomas, uh, Alvin Kamara. Um, Let's talk about the defense. Um, what's the uh, Cameron Wake? Hayward. Hey, Cameron Wake. No, not Cameron Wake. Hell no, Cameron Jordan. Cameron Jordan. Yeah, Cameron the buff Jordan. guy. Right. You talking about right. the dude from Ohio State? No, it's Cameron Jordan. My whole point okay. is Drew Brees, since he's been on the Saints, Jay, has always had a squad. Always had a, a playoff squad. When? Always. When your best, until you got Michael Thomas, your best guy was Marquez Colston. Come on now. And, and they still were a playoff team. They were always a playoff team. You know how many teams Brady but, had in But did Marquez Colston do that without Breeze? Like, probably not. I mean, there ain't no probably you're not. Talking about, you're talk, I've never seen a single person line up on that offense that is a Randy Moss. Besides he never Michael was Thomas. Until a Randy Moss. Michael Thomas not even close to Moss yet. He's not close. Well, Thomas won the who's, best. Who's close to Moss though? I mean, you know Moss what I'm is saying? Like, like third on the list. Calvin Johnson. Receiver. Calvin Johnson would be. That's close. what I'm saying. Like, Definitely. so you that's not a good John, comparison. Like, that, but that because my point Tom, is, because Tom Brady's Brady never had a Moss without. Thank you, Brittany. Wes Welker. Uh, I mean, one of the greatest slot receivers of all time. Brady, so also, Brady also never won with Moss either. He no, did, he did not. He actually did not win it with Moss. He lost that year. He didn't. You're right. With Moss. Yeah, I they, disagree. I do he think still that. He some good numbers. Um, he did. That the great Saints number. had a good One of his team. best years. The Saints have always had a good team since Breeze has been there. That's what I'm saying. Like, they're always playoff worthy. That's and what Drew I'm Brees saying. They're a the good team, the but they've coaches. never been. You're not talking about one of the best defenses year in and year out. You know what I mean? They've After they disbanded solid. that defense. Well, that's what I'm saying. They, to me, they, again, they've always been. They got an all right defense, right. even Wonder last year. Yeah, Wonder yeah, last year they got good again. And I don't know. I don't know if. <coughs> yeah, I guess. Well, I think it was more so the DBs. But I was about to say, I wouldn't say that the Patriots ever had an exceptional defense. What? They did back in the Richards. Seymour, Teddy Bruschi, uh, Willie McGinnis days. We were talking about that earlier, Malcolm. And then you have Vince Wilfork at one point. Vince Wilfork. Yeah, it's not Rodney Harrison. Rodney Harrison clip. Remember him? White skin cap. Yeah. Boy. Yeah, one of the The Patriots definitely had good defense. 
Hell no, yeah. they definitely had good defense and good defensive schemes. But right. my thing is this. I, I feel like this. If you put Drew Brees in the GOAT category, I feel like they're so you got to put other people in there, too. Like, it just mm-hmm. can't be one mm-hmm. GOAT. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I feel know. like if he qualifies for. Yeah, I think I agree with that. Statement. If he qualifies for GOAT. I don't disagree with it. If he qualifies as being the GOAT, I feel like you got to throw a couple other people in there as well. Yeah, Aaron well, Rodgers got to be the goat. Yeah, you can't. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Say, like, you can't say you got, Drew Brees without without writing an uh, explanation or a rationale well, under it. Certain things I mean, you can just write the, down as your the, goat, and then others you got to say, well, the reason is. But the numbers will speak for themselves, you guys. The numbers right. will speak for yourself. When you lead so. the most statistical categories related to a quarterback. To me, you are to go. Just because you th- threw a couple five thousand yard seasons, to me, don't make a couple. Man, hey, if you throw eight, bro, if you throw eight, hold on. How many rings has Ben Roethlisberger have? Two, one, two. Yeah, he got two. No, they got two. He got two. Don't yeah, he was there in the first ring. Didn't they win? Yeah. With Cower. That's what I'm saying. I mean. That's why I'm saying anybody can really be in category with Breeze. I think it comes down to those rings at the end of the day. Well, that's what I was about to say. If you're if you're comparing it to rings, then yes, there is a lot of people in the category. But like Jay saying, when you look at the numbers, it's not body of work overall. It's not like we're talking about a dude who was robbed of an MVP. Like for what? I mean, Shit crazy. That's what San Diego wasn't. Nah, he was robbed of the MVP when he was with St. Louis. I can't remember what year it was. It was the year Peyton got it, but he led every category related to quarterbacks. So how does Peyton get it? What was his record though? Yeah, uh, I think they- believe they. Went to the NFC Championship. Don't get me to lie. I would I would look at what his record was, and I would have to see what Peyton Manning's stats were. So let's say they was close, even though he's leading. And let's say they were close, but Peyton Manning's team has the winning record. I would go with Peyton Manning because to me that's saying that not only am I able to lead in the stats category, I'm also getting my team the victory, which is what matters at the end. So I would have to see those stats before, you know, I just jump on the bandwagon of he was robbed. I mean, he could have well been. Maybe. I just have to see the stats, me personally, to, you know, to say that. Because at the end of the day, I don't care how great your stats are if you you can't get your team to win. And we know that it falls on the quarterback. So my thing is, like, if you don't get those wins, if you don't have all the – um, Super Bowls, and we know Tom Brady's stats are not the best. Like when you look at his stats, if you play fantasy football, things like that, like right. he does not rack them in like that. So, but he's getting the job done, and I, that's what matters. At the end of the day, it's going to come down to wins. That's why I feel like I cannot say Drew Brees is the goat. I can't even put him in the running because I would have to put so many other people in the running with him. Right. Got you. Makes I mean, sense. that's fair. That's definitely a fair. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> that's definitely that's true. a fair statement. 
I like guess it fair. depends on category. If we're talking about stacks, we're talking about rings, we talk about certain well, aspects of the and game. And that's the overall. thing, though. That's the thing when people... See, I, I would just go with stats. But well, see, that's <laughs> I mean, I understand you get rings. I mean, I understand that, but well, see, you play to win. Here's the thing, you know, though. Your stats. Whenever somebody is arguing for their specific person that they choose, you never include the overall. You know what I mean? You always argue to your point. It's either going to be stats or rings. But right. it can't be both because it's too hard to calculate that. You know what I mean? It's too hard to calculate the rings, but what was done without them to trump them. Because a lot of that's situational throughout the season as well, to Brittany's point. If you're getting the wins, then chances are you're coming up big in those situational battles. Now, does that come down to stats? There's no stat for that. Right. For wins? No. No, he's si- saying like the situational battles where it's like, now that was a pivotal point you needed to get your team through and you didn't, mm-hmm. but there's no stat for that. That could have just been a first down. Right. Right. And right. That's why it's so hard to judge it as a whole, including I mean, rings that's... and stats. So it's That's always going to be anything, a ring though. stat argument. Right. <laughs> yeah, you know how I feel yeah. about that. I, I believe in a lot of players, especially like in basketball, not to kind of like change the subject, but nah, that there are there are players that just do not have the stats to go with their impact on the on the game. Somebody made a comment on um, Facebook the other day saying that they felt like there were about 50 players better than Draymond Green. And I'm like, they're technically are not 50 players better than Draymond Green in the NBA right now, unless you're basing it on scoring ability. If you're basing it strictly off of scoring ability, then you could probably name 50 players that are better than him. But if we're just talking about the overall game and what you do, there are not 50 players better than Draymond Green. And it's because people can make that argument or put those statements out there just simply because he's what I call a cleanup guy. You know what I'm saying? Like he doesn't have the big games he's not going to drop 40 points for you you know what i'm saying so people are not people sometimes people don't see the the unseen if that makes sense draymond green is (laughs) is golden state's housewife (laughs) you know what i mean like she holds it all together i don't mean she (laughs) he holds it all together and you don't always see the things that they do Right. To keep it going. Right. Yeah. I don't want to be disrespectful and compare him to a housewife. I didn't but mean it like that. It's but. I understand where you're coming. There's a way that we like women can like hold things together for the household, uh, make things run smoothly, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah, and it's not always seen. It can't be put in maybe like financial terms. So I understand that what you're trying to say. I do think he is the glue. I do think he contributes um, way more than what people know. No, I agree. I agree with that statement. I think that that's but that, that, controversial because I know a lot of people that are like, nah, nah, he, he ain't <laughs> shit. <laughs> but I think some I people think feel he, that he way. Comes through when he needs to. For sure, for sure. Um, but with with football, I think that's basically like the 
the gist of um, what you were saying, though. Yeah, it's too hard to judge all that. Because even I don't the, disagree. Even like you I just said, said, I don't think it's Brady. Even like you if said, if I had to go with somebody, it's Brees. Right, and I respect that. I definitely respect, I respect that choice. That. I like yeah. hearing anybody say somebody other than Brady, because yeah. it kind of it lets me know you think differently. You know what I mean? I just want to know how you build your case. But well, when you say talk, a different name, it's like, okay, huh? We talked about this the other day about uh, somebody else you and I know. We only know a handful of Bengals fans. Remember we, we talked about a person, he said he thinks differently. We had a conversation the other day, and I said, well, he's a Bengals fan. We laughed and said we only know right. a handful of Bengals fans. With Jay being a Bengals fan, I don't expect him to think in a traditional mindset. That's why I respect him, too. <laughs> his mindset, his ideas are going to be astronomical because he's a Bengals fan. You know what I mean? Now, I, by the way, Jay, by the way, Jay, Chad Johnson, aside from Randy Moss, is my favorite wide receiver of all time. So shout out to him. Really? Back on the Bengals. Yeah, them two always inspired me growing up, Randy Moss and Chad Johnson. Did just you Chad play Johnson, wide receiver? Kind of side note, just, his, just his foot. I did in middle school, like just his footwork. Like I tried to study his footwork insane. and everything. His footwork was just impeccable. Yeah, insane. Man. Like he's still a bad. You seen that documentary, didn't you? Yeah. Did. Hey, every every everyone po- and the and the podcast he does with his homies. I watched that too. With uh who is it? Crazy. Brandon Marshall and Yeah, the other crazy wide receiver. Yeah, Brandon uh, Marshall. Yeah, he was good. I am athlete. Is that what that is? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's more the show the, I watched. I am that athlete show all or time. more than the Yeah, one yeah, yeah. But I know what you're talking about. I've I've seen I've I don't know if I've seen or listened to or seen a whole episode, but I have seen some of it. It it seems interesting. Um, it gets deep. For sure, for sure. Speaking of wins, let me let me let me ask you guys this because I was thinking about this when we were talking a few moments ago. Um, you said that Drew Brees was robbed based off of his stats, right, Jay? Pretty much. So. Do you feel like um, Russell Westbrook is being robbed? I feel like Russell Westbrook does it to himself. So what is the determining factor now? Because if we're looking at stats. Russell Westbrook is this dude who in the beginning of the season doesn't look the same as he does when he becomes playoff Russ. MVP Russ and playoff Russ are two very different players. Like Like, MVP Russ looks great, but he's not winning games. <laughs> and that was well, that's one of what the I'm things. saying, though. Because, I mean, if if you look at it from your perspective, like if I'm taking your perspective and I'm just looking at stats, like what he's doing, all the uh, triple doubles, um, stuff like that. Like if I'm oh, looking talking at about stats, Westbrook. Yeah. I thought you said Wilson. My bad. How'd you go? <laughs> <laughs> no, I was. I, I, I switched. I switched. I, sw- I switched back. Though, I switched back over to the basketball category because um, my mind went there. I was like, give me a heads up. You know, uh, my bad. I, I thought I said his full name. So. I said Westbrook. He my said, bad. I, <laughs> I still feel like your statements apply, Jay, even to Russell Westbrook. Well, aside from well, Westbrook. so with Westbrook, I don't feel like he's getting robbed, and I really will say that he does it to himself. Uh, one of the biggest categories that that man leads in year in and year out is turnovers. Mm-hmm. You are right about that. And that is a huge impact on what he does. You uh, are right about that. 
it's his numbers are insane. I remember one year uh, when he was averaging the triple double, he almost had a um, almost had the quadruple double with the turnovers. Yeah, yeah, that's what I was. It was say. it was bad. That's like tough. Russell Westbrook to me is not getting robbed. He's doing it to himself. But <laughs> one thing I will say is, but he does have an MVP though. One thing I will say is in those seasons where he was averaging the triple-double and all that, that was also when he was at OKC, and they were yes. in a, a very clear rebuilding process. So I'll say that now that he is with a squad like this in L.A., you kind of got to cut back on the stats and be a lot more efficient, right? Because... You got other players on that squad that can make something happen without, um, like, with the ball in their hands alone. You feel yeah. what I'm saying? It's not just going to be an easy assist for you. Sometimes you're going to have to pass the ball off and just move out the way and stand back. And not only that, now you're going to be on a team where people got to focus on somebody other than you. So you're not going to have those wide open guys all the time. This isn't. Dwight Howard in Orlando no more. This is you know what I mean? Like they're not all clamping on one. Right. Yeah, facts. This is gonna be an interesting season for him because with that being said, him having to be so efficient, it's gonna cut back on his amount of opportunities as well. And if you fuck this up too, then people can now see you as, oh no, you were that guy. Like we okay, you can you can say before I was the only one there. I had to do what I had to do. But now that you're not and you're not hitting when you need to be, now you're that guy. I don't right. want it to be that. I, I'm a Russell uh, Westbrook fan. But I can definitely see people saying, yeah, you're that guy. Mm. I, mean, I don't I think I think that a, a lot of people have brought up that argument, but I think this is going to work well. And I mean, of course, I'm speculating because I haven't seen it, but I think it's going to work well based off of what I feel like LeBron needs and wants. I think Russell is going to be able to provide that. He wants somebody that is going to come go out there and <laughs> drop, a th you know, 35 points because there are games where he just can't do it. Right. And I think he needs that type of that. Just like a, a Batman Robin thing. I don't even want to call it like a Batman Robin thing because I think it's going to be more of like a, like the Batman playing Robin field, you know, Le <laughs> huh? Who in Nightwing? Got Batman Robin Nightwing. Like oh, you still really? got AD. Did we forget about AD? No, no, I'm not. I'm not saying that's why I was trying to figure out a way to put it out there, like to give an example, because I don't even though LeBron is going to be the leader of the team. Oh. I don't think he's going to necessarily be the leader of the team. I don't think he's going to lead in stats. I wouldn't be surprised if Russell Westbrook led in stats, then AD, then LeBron. Like, I think there is going to be a bit, there might be a shift that people are not, didn't really see coming. Like, I think that LeBron would be okay with Russell West, Westbrook being the leading scorer oh, of the sure. team. I'm sure, I'm sure. He was okay with Anthony Davis know, being the leading scorer. I don't know if Anthony Davis would be okay with that, but I'm sure LeBron oh. would definitely be okay with that. And I do think that this is the best situation for him. I'll say that as well. Um, it is for us. Right. That's what I was saying. I do think that. And then to be around all those veteran players and Russell still 
a few, maybe four years up under that. You know what I mean? Like, it's almost like, it's almost like um, <laughs> playing in a time machine, right? Like when you always used to say, if I only knew then what I know now type shit. But you're in a position with all the niggas that know now where you're headed. And you're on a team with all of them collectively. The Mellows, the uh, LeBrons. Fuck it, the Wayne Ellingtons. My nigga's about to be 36. That nigga seems like he's been in the league forever. I mean, he's same age as Bron. Uh, Bron, I mean, but, 36. But LeBron's also a, a, a different specimen, right? Even though Wayne's a, a, a guard... I mean, he used to be a dunker and all that, but all Before of the injury, right? All of that, and the fact—I'm glad you brought that up—the fact that you came back from all of that, all of that is um, vital information that could be very beneficial to a player like Russell Westbrook. And sometimes you need to take your foot off of the gas to be more efficient. And I think playing with players like this now will get him to that. It almost Russell Westbrook reminds me of you remember that uh, the Mexican dude from the Mighty Ducks that couldn't ever stop. He was the fastest. His name was Rodriguez. He was the fastest on the ice and the coach put the cans up and made him try to stop in front of the cans every and he couldn't ever that's Russell. It's like like his uncontrolled chaos right? if you could just yeah. con- like control it a bit you could be a lot more effective and i think this is the perfect team to do that but here's Thanks. my question when it comes to the russell to the lakers right i just sent you something too cliff um but my question with russell is he doesn't play well with the ball out of his hands. Right. Right. And now you go into a system where you got a guy who can't seem to play without it in his hands as well. LeBron's never been known to play with ball dominant guards. Yeah, you're right. So he doesn't work well with others that prefer the ball. So at some point, are we going to see that clash of those two? I don't think that we will. And the reason why I say that is because people, LeBron does like to control the tempo of the game, right? But I think that that just comes down to he doesn't, he's, he doesn't see the greatness. Well, I shouldn't say that. You know how like sometimes we're, uh, it's just like, you know what, if you want to get something done, you do it yourself. And I feel like LeBron is just betting on himself. You know what I'm saying? Like, the second best player on the team is AD. He's not going to bring the ball down. So it's like, all right, well, if that's the second best player on the team, I'll just take it then. You know what I'm saying? So, But I think that LeBron is going to be okay with letting um, Russell be ball dominant if he wants to. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I think he's going to be okay with that. And I feel well, like what that's he- what... What was that? that? No, I was going to say, I feel like that's what... You know, when they were in the playoffs and AD went down, like that was what was missing. He needed somebody to take LeBron needed someone else to try and take charge. You know what I'm saying? Like I another think he person. That this year. 
yeah, like he needed someone else to get out there that can go hard in the paint that they got to be worried about. Like literally, if I'm if I'm Phoenix and I'm playing uh, the Lakers without AD, besides LeBron, who are you worried about? I'm not worried about nobody else on that team on on uh, this past year's team. If I'm an opposing team to the Lakers. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not worried about anybody. And LeBron realized that, like, okay, I'm not as young. He ain't. He doesn't consider himself old, but I'm not as young yeah, as yeah. I was. It's a little bit harder for me to dominate like I did. I need some help in these areas. You know what I'm saying? Like, I need some help. So I feel like he saw that loud and clear. Now, AD goes down. You still got to worry about LeBron. You still got to worry about Russell, if LeBron goes down, you still got to worry about AD. You still got to worry about Russell. You know what I'm saying? Right. So it's like, I feel like it's going to be a good fit despite their style of play in the past. And another thing that I want to say about the Lakers, then I, and I think that this is going to be, this is another reason I think they're going to be successful. A lot of p- players have a hard time playing with LeBron. That's why you don't see them going to wherever he's at. Right. Um, the fact that all these players went there willingly is always a good sign for LeBron to win a championship. You know what I'm saying? If you have that mindset of like D-Wade where it's like, you know what? I'm okay with taking a uh, taking a seat back and letting LeBron do his thing. I'm going to do my thing in the way I can get. I'm going to get in where I can fit in. Right. And he likes being there with LeBron. Once LeBron has a teammate, man, that is a recipe for success for LeBron James. West, Russell Westbrook wants to be LeBron James' teammate. AD wanted to be LeBron James' right. teammate, and you see what they did. They went and got a ring. So I think he's going to do the same thing with, with Russell. If he gets some people with talent that want to be on the same team with him, it's going to be a wrap. What do you mean, if? I was going to say, it's all his career, man. <laughs> he, he well, but, but I'm saying, like, for example, we know now that Kyrie didn't want to be on that team who's, in Cleveland, uh, right? Who's, uh, TV is that I'm about to get flagged with whatever in the background? Somebody got Madden or something? No. Hey. Oh. Um. What's that going on? Put Hold that on. on. Put that on. Or is that the, me. Is that somebody's phone? Hold on. Yeah. Um. But what I was saying was, it's it's frictionary. It was friction in Cleveland. Because Kyrie didn't want to be there anymore, he wanted to have his own team. You know what I'm saying? Like, if you yeah, because he was player, tired of being blamed. I don't think it. I'm glad y'all Man, brought what? that up. I'm glad y'all being brought that blamed, up. Being blamed, Kyrie was. If a lot of the, the team was being blamed for basically. Man, listen. Brian. If the Cavs lose, who's the first? If when LeBron was there, when the Cavs lose, who was getting blamed more than LeBron? LeBron got most of the blame. Like there was never Kevin a Love game. going down with injury, huh? Kevin Love got a lot of blame going down with injury. I mean, Curry got a lot of blame going down with injury. Mike that Brown criticism, that criticism is going to come gonna no say, matter where you All the coaches that he's though. ever had in Cleveland. But I'm saying that criticism blame. that everybody gets criticized when you're in the public eye. So they they weren't getting blamed necessarily because they were with LeBron or you there. Uh oh. Dang. Lost her mid. What happened? Well then, midpoint. Damn, Joe. But uh, while she, uh, I hope she notices. She probably still talking. (laughs) She probably still going hard. But uh, I'm glad you brought that up, though, because my whole thing is this. 
And I don't think it was so much wanting his own team so much as I think that Kyrie was in a similar situation with this whole <coughs> Dennis Schroeder thing where it's like, now I'm a, speaking for, for Schroeder, to include Schroeder, I'll say, I'm a top 10 point guard in the league. You know what I mean? And I'm not I'm not saying Kyrie was top three, I'd say, around that time. Maybe yeah. five, if you want to be hard. But to include Schroeder, I'll say I'm a top ten point guard, right? I deserve a contract since I've been with Atlanta, right? Mm-hmm. Since I went to OKC, right? Then I came to L.A., where everybody knows you got to take a pay cut to play with LeBron. I get that, right? I understand that. But I still haven't made the money I'm worth yet. Not only that, but you look at what Schroeder had to go through from where it's, it's another ball-dominant guard situation. We're not talking about a Mo Williams. We're not talking about a Delonte West and Eric Snow. Right. You know, these are ball-dominant guards. Right. He doesn't play well with ball-dominant guards. Right. And then typically on the teams, you get – of course, LeBron gets criticized by the media, but then by the social media and all of these other guys and all the people that really don't matter, it's the team that gets criticized. It's not LeBron. It's the team let LeBron down because all of these LeBron fans usually point the finger everywhere else except for at that centerpiece. I see where you're going. I, uh, but I think to Brittany's point, I think it's more the media attacks LeBron when it comes to that. But But do they though? A lot of times, oh, yeah. a lot of times, I don't see, definitely. I don't see Uncle Shay out here pointing fingers at LeBron. Nick Wright. Uncle Shay is LeBron fan. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. But a lot see, of the media is pretty split on LeBron Uncle, fans. You see Uncle Charles out here throwing shade at LeBron all the time. I mean, that's Uncle Charles. Sir Charles going to do what Sir Charles do. Yeah. <laughs> <Regardless> <laughs> but at the end though, of the day, that's I, where I'm at with I, that. When I uh, when I heard the whole situation, and I remember Mark, Mark, you gave him hit the showers last Wednesday for uh, turning down the eighty four in uh, accepting the what's the name, uh, and then I, I, I thought so. about it, and I said that may not have been a bad move though. Terrible move. That may not have been a bad move, though, especially if if you're wanting what you're wanting. And what he's wanting is to be paid, clearly. You want money or a championship? Exactly. And he said it. He said it right then and there. He said, I'm not worried about the championship. I want to be paid. That's and what he said. And, that's, and I understand that. If you don't want me, that's fine, right? But I would much rather have the opportunity to get paid what I am worth than to be locked into four years getting paid under then with a ring that I can't really do. We saw a guy do that, what was it, 12 years ago? Left the Nuggets. What was his name? Melo? Right. Went to New York knowing it was a shit situation. Like, some guys just rather take the money. And And I get it. And clearly 29 other teams didn't think he should be paid the money either because that's a slap in the face. That's not an auto case. If I... I said I turned down the Lakers and they offered me fairly decent money. 
But then you turn right back around. I tell you what I want. You say, well, we'll give you one year, five mil, whatever it is, and some change. But I that's mean, not at all now. the case, though. I mean, I could, I, I could definitely understand why you would think, why you would think that. And but it, let's be honest, it's almost a bad timing situation because you made that move after the draft had taken place. Like what, a week and a half after the draft? It was a little yeah. bit after the draft that that Schroeder trade went through. But my yes. point is that there was a lot of guards that came out in this draft. Right? There's a there were this was a very guard heavy draft. And people filled their slots on cuz a lot of guards that came out of the draft are already NBA ready. So people filled their slots on certain guards. The rest of them have their eyes on the ones the teams are going to be letting go that they don't plan on keeping. It's a lot of guards in this draft, I'm telling you. So when you look at a Schroeder, it's like, well, fuck, this was the worst time not to take the deal because nobody else really needs me at the moment. Right. But, Everybody's going to at least a veteran, though. Right. That's why I say. That's why I say. Not leadership. But, Big butt, though. That's why I say this may be a better deal for him because you may be sacrificing. You're going to lose 13 mil on a season because you could assign something for at least 20, like the Lakers was trying to give you, but that's not what he's worth, right? He's worth more than that. So I can take this. I can take this 5.9 or whatever it is for one year on a team where they just got rid of their Kimba Walker. And now you got a chance to be Schroeder again on a, a team that's a potential championship team that can come out the East. I guarantee you his stock rises after this year and he gets that contract he's been looking for next year. No one raised you on that, actually. You said what? Well, oh. I said, I want to raise you on that. So you say that he wants to get his value, right? Uh -huh. What if his value mentally is more than just the contract? It's the role itself. Ooh. So he didn't feel like he was getting his value. It wasn't the money with the Lakers. So he because be, let's be honest, potentially now he's going to he's I'm going sorry. to Boston where they go. And they feed through the point. Exactly. Guard. This may be right. Yeah. So you're saying he may have wanted to sacrifice the money to be in a more comfortable position. And you never know if he shows out this year, who you think is going to be offering an extension first. Right. Boston. Boston's going to be the first one on the list. Like, we'll give you this. Right. So it may, that's what I'm saying, it may be a better position for him, even though it looks like on the back end you're losing all that money. But you think about it, if you didn't want the contract to begin with, all he's really losing out on is a year's worth of pay. And what was that year going to be in L.A.? 21. What's he getting here? Six. So he's only losing out on 15 on one year to be locked down into a one-year contract. This is almost like a tryout. And we all know Schroeder's better than a tryout player. So this is an opportunity 
this is your opportunity oh, yeah. to get your contract this year. And I think it's possible he does it. I'm not saying he may not have deserved the the hit the showers for that because when you think about legacy and they're not paying you awful, you know what I mean? Considering the fact they just picked up Russell Westbrook and they're still going to give you a four-year 84, that's still pretty. That's still a pretty good deal knowing that I'm going to be on a potential championship team. But I'm saying, can they pick up Westbrook before yeah. they let go of Schroeder? Uh huh. So that might be another factor that nobody's thinking about. That Schroeder doesn't want to be behind Westbrook either. Again. Right. Right. Um, there's been a lot of, like, everybody seems to forget Melo and Westbrook didn't play great together. Uh-huh. Like, people believe, oh, like, they teaming back up. Well, you said Melo uh, and Westbrook? Yeah, in OKC. He did come, yeah, he did, Melo did come there for a little bit, didn't he? Yeah, like a year. <laughs> he did. And they didn't play that well together. You know, Paul George had his two years, and then he bounced. You know, this is, there's certain players, just like players don't like to play with Bron. a lot of players don't seem to like to play with Russ either. So why do you think Melo would have accepted? Melo accepted before Russ came along. I thought that was after. I could have swore he was before. Or they was in talks before. Because they're all (laughs) friends of LeBron. It's like, uh, it's it's no different than, we've all been here, we've all been here, where you have a couple friends. You got a grass skirt on under that desk? Maybe you're a couple, a what? A grass skirt on? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Talk about that background. It's right. Look, Somebody look, about to put look. a lay around his neck. Alexis, her arms about to come in like this and drop a lay on his. <laughs> uh, I'll just, I'll just say I'm supposed to be in the mountains. I'm not in Las Vegas with the Raiders. Oh, but okay. uh, Whoa. anyways, like my background. <laughs> It's no, it's no different than I feel like when we've all got a couple of friends. Maybe your friends don't always see eye to eye, but you're kind of the median, uh-huh. and maybe they just come to an agreement for you. You know what I mean? That's what it, that's what's going on to me because they're all friends with LeBron. LeBron has his friendships individually with these people, so he's trying to mesh that. Yeah, he put together the uh, he put together the uh, the mind stars. Right, Jesus. Right. He did? Right. You don't think? No. They may be You old. saw my meme. You saw the meme I sent The Expendables. <laughs> <laughs> Jay, who you, who like, you rock with? Who you rock basketball? with? Basketball? Is it player or team or how do you? Chris yeah, Paul. If I go oh. player, it's Chris Paul. My squad If Cleveland. I go team, it's Cleveland. My squad I don't think you guys don't have a squad. Yeah, no, even if Cincinnati had a squad, I think I'd still have to rock with Cleveland. (laughs) If Cincinnati had a squad, I would let the whole city of Cleveland burn. Oh, Oh. shit. (laughs) Brittany missing all the hot takes, huh? Man. Yeah, I seen you texted her shit. Hey. She must got something she got to do. I'm going to get up off here. Okay, I gotta go. Well, uh, handle your business. Uh, you gotta okay. hit the showers before you go. I don't have to hit the showers today. Uh, 
when we switch over to Tuesdays, I'll be ready to hit the shower. You know, <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have something. I have something to hit the showers for. All right. You know what I mean? Better your business, man. Be safe. All right. All right. All right. Have a good night. Mm-hmm. All right. <laughs> See you. We ain't gonna be on here too much longer anyway. But um, what was what was you saying? We that bright about, ass screen uh, popped up all in my face. <laughs> we're talking about uh, man. We were talking about oh, oh yeah, chemistry, team chemistry. Team I was chemistry. just getting at the fact that I don't think that the situation is as bad for Schroeder as it looks. After I definitely I don't think it's about, that bad. Yeah, after I sat and I thought about it, like. Yeah, when you look at somebody turning down eighty four million that that looks to get to get five point nine that looks bad. It, but when you think about how much he's worth, because I feel like Schroeder Schroeder's worth at least a actual value for year one twenty. Five year one twenty. Five year one twenty, not before. I could see him getting a four year one twenty. After bonuses, hopefully. Yeah, I, I mean, I could see. I don't know if it. I don't know if it's written out like that, but I could see him getting one twenty, definitely for five, but. I could see him getting it for four, depending on where he goes, and it's clear, like you said. You don't care about the um, ring. Only issue is when you think about the teams that need it the most, they just got it filled. Orlando, Jalen Suggs, huh? I was just going to ask, how old is Schroeder? I think he's 28, 29. So, So the other thing that might be on his mind, why stay on this sinking ship? All these dudes gonna be gone in a few years. Then it's gonna be me by myself. Right, on a four year. So, yeah. So there may not be any interest from him in that regard as well, because LeBron got four at best years left. Yeah, no, I agree um, with that. AD can't stay healthy long enough to actually give us a real estimate. And then Melo on his way out, just like Bron. Yeah, Melo only got one, two, maybe. If they come yeah. close this year, I could see Melo coming back. Maybe. Right, maybe. And that's that's just where I'm looking at them right now. Like, why if I'm Schroeder, why would I lock in the four if I've only got two real years and then I'm left in a trail of dust like Cleveland just was after Brown left them again? Right, right. Yeah, I mean that's another good point, man. That's another good point. I just think Schroeder, I think Schroeder's in a, a a a better position than people make him out to be. For sure. I, I saw mean, him on all those memes and I started to think about it. Like, maybe he's not no fool. But what was you about to say, Mount? I was just going to say, once again, I mean, recently the point guards in Boston haven't panned out too well. Kyrie had his moment there. See how it panned out for him. Kimba well, that's last nothing but a hot second. I feel like both of those are different, right? Because Kyrie came over to lead 
and he picked the wrong team to do so, right? Because you got some good young players, but these players don't need that leader. Right. You know what I mean? I, I would look at a... Uh, and that squad needed more of a facilitator rather than a score, if right. you want to be honest. Right, right. <laughs> I would look at a Jalen Brown as more of a leader in himself. He's going to lead himself type shit. He don't need nobody like Kyrie leading him. Now, when you look at a Schroeder, or well, no, no, even before we get there, then look at when they got that Kimba acquisition. Kimba came from a team where he had to be the leader and got put into that team where it's like, we don't need a leader. We just need you to play your role. And he had a hard time feeling it. Right. Because sometimes he did too much. Let's be honest. I agree. Yeah. Now you look at a Schroeder. He's just doing what he was used to. Right. Exactly. And that's that's the that that's you made my point exactly. Because this right. is a new team. We don't need you to do that. The same with Kyrie. We don't need you to do that. You're fucking up our flow. We had a flow before you got here, and you're fucking it up. Now you look at a right. Schroeder. That's a guy who, as good as he is always comes in and fits the role because he's a he's not a scorer like he's not going to be your primary guy he's probably one of the most selfless point guards in the league right now i would say i would say i agree like the, nobody looks to pass like him he's almost like as a, far as the younger guys he's almost like a baby rondo with a lot better yeah. shot yeah <laughs> he may not significantly have as, better. He may not have as good defense, but he's still pretty good on defense. Yeah, he's definitely not got the lockdown defense, but what he lacks in defense, he makes, he makes up for in a shot that Rondo exactly. didn't have. Exactly. I'll take that, man. I'll take that. And, I and didn't they just get person, IT back too? Yeah, I no, heard I that they were thinking about signing him. So I, I didn't know if that was like a short through. thing yet. You said, I don't well, think no. they put it through. See, I think he's still in that Drew League. I thought he was still doing that. Drew no, he league is still in the Drew League until they call him up. But they, I did hear that they were in uh, conversations with bringing him back. Yeah. And listen, have you seen what he's been doing in that Drew League? Uh, Everybody does work in the Drew League. I don't pay attention to that shit. Not always, though. Not always. Who don't? And listen, Isaiah Thomas has been going nutty in that Drew. That motherfucker been putting up 50 and shit. Now, look, I love him to death. Jamal Crawford always looked really good in the Drew League. Yeah, like, he was right. going to be the next star. Only to be the, you know, best six man we've ever seen. Right. But I think that his style of play fit the Drew League a little more than the NBA. Who, Jamal? Yeah. You're not wrong. <laughs> Jamal had to touch the ball a bit, you know, dribble a little bit, get a little flashy on you before he... And that's not the NBA moves. That's a fact. They call that traveling and shit. Right. He like a lot of the shit. He was good at a lot of shit that he couldn't get off in the NBA. It was good. That's true. Hello, everyone. Yeah, hello. <laughs> Welcome did you, back. Did you know you got kicked? <laughs> yeah, my my phone died. Oh, okay. I was about to say she probably still yelling in that phone about. Uh... No, I was trying to. Get my point. I see it die, and I'm trying to get my point off before it dies. But I'm just like, ah, they probably can't hear me anymore. What was it you was talking about? I have no idea. We won't even worry about it. uh, Wrestling, bro. 
Uh, we just keep rolling with the flow. Yeah, we moving on. We moving on. Uh, um, we just gonna touch on these these uh one game. This one game that uh, what game was it? The um, Cardinals Cowboys. Mm. Okay, I didn't see it, but what happened? Though? You didn't see it. I, I saw didn't see it. I saw pieces, and then I just uh watched the highlights for what I didn't see. Um, but what I will say is. Colt McCoy was out there. And that motherfucker was looking good. Here's the thing. Really? I'm really confused. Y'all putting a lot of stock in the preseason. I get it. (laughs) Guys who are playing against third string and people who won't even make the team. And we putting stock into this? I get it. I get it. I get what you're saying. I get it. But my whole thing is this granted the situation, right? There's still motherfuckers closing that pocket. If you can stand in it and put that shot where it needs to be, I understand when them starters get in, it's gonna close a lot quicker. But if you can stand yeah, much, strong, much it, right? But if you can stand strong in it right now and deliver that pass, that gives me confidence that. I'm. Here's the thing. Like we know he's not I gonna went, start. Colt McCoy is not gonna start. But well, no, that was never the question. He looks good. <laughs> but, like, if I go in and I go play against the third stringers for the Browns, not taking a shot, I'm doing this for a reason. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, we use the Bengals in. Shit. Use the Bengals. <laughs> no, nah, we don't have a Miles Garrett. Okay. If I'm going in and I don't have to worry about that motherfucker, Miles Garrett, right. because the third string dude's not even close to half the talent he is, right. I might look good too. Me. At 32 years old, ain't never played a lick of NFL in my life. Except and that's for funny that. you say that, Jay, because when Cliff was making his point in my head, I was thinking about that. Like, shoot, it's different when a Miles Garrett coming at you for sure. That just right. means that, mean that the pocket closed quicker. But you got to understand that it's the same on both sides of the field. Is it though? Yeah, it is. That means those guards and those tackles that are covering your motherfucking ass, those also ain't the first stringers. Yeah, but how many keep those in stock? Even in preseason, they usually looking for them skill guys. No, you're right. No, I definitely understand what you're saying, but you also you ain't about to root. You ain't. You're not about to risk your star offensive lineman in a preseason game. No doubt. So you got to understand that once Miles Garrett comes a- in. So does that oh offensive line, offensive tackle one, and he like I got I still right. got a couple seconds for you, bro. Don't worry about it. He gonna get around mm-hmm. me, but I got right. more time than the dude that you uh, that you had in there. I get, I get what I'm, you're saying, Cliff. You're saying like the I timing see, is yeah. pretty much gonna be the same based off of the talent level. It's not gonna be the same because you gotta understand. I'd still give Miles Garrett a few <laughs> seconds over that start right, right. tackle, but you're still going to get a little bit more time than you're expecting because he's not coming in on that third string tackle that's lined up. Right, right, right. Right now. Right. So no, the I get fact it. that you can stand in there and still deliver those shots and those shots were accurate. That's what I'm saying. Those shots were See, accurate. My, my thing is, because you remember, you're talking to a Bengals fan. Right, right, right. So we have completely neglected offensive line for years. Mm, mm. So... 
when we got a guy named it's frustrating. Kevin, Kevin Zeitler, who was our backup, we sent him to the Browns. He became a starter. Then he goes over to uh, the Giants in a trade where they got some linebacker they ain't even got no more in Cleveland. Now he's starting over there, too. That dude was our second stringer. We started Clint Bowling. Clint Bowling was a solid starter for about three years. Madden rating of like a 76. Right. So these are the guys that we're used to having. My depth in Cincinnati, they don't give a damn. Mm. They got skill guys. Right. Their 70-man roster is skill guys. Why? Because we want Joe Burrow to get rid of that ball quick. Because God knows he holds on to it way too damn long. Well, that you got to understand it in LSU, that was a style. It was speed. My wide receivers is going to burn you. And my line's going to hold up this pocket long enough for me to get that pass when they burn you. That's clearly Look, not the I case in Cincinnati. So it's going to take him I, a couple years to learn to get it out and quicker, I, I get double that. time. Because for me, we don't even have the speed there yet. No, you don't. Like we not, got T. Higgins. Now we got Jamar Chase. We'll see how Chase, that goes. I think you don't, you're took not a year confident off. in that? No. Why not? I'm not confident in anybody that took a year off. Nobody. Mm, I'm with him on that. Football, You, I feel like you can in the NFL, for real, for real. Look, I, I coach Little League, and I got kids that took a year off last year that decided to come back now, and they don't look the same as they did the year before. That's because they ain't hungry. It's not just about being hungry. Football is an unforgiving sport. When you take a year off and everybody else had that chance, we just saw a fucking wide receiver win the Heisman. His name wasn't Jamar Chase. What was his name again? Injured. 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 Reserved. His name is... He didn't play this past. He didn't play the other day, did he? Uh, He didn't. Who? Chaser Devontae Smith, Smith. Devontae Smith. Heisman, Heisman winner. This is Malcolm's Devontae way of bringing it back to the Eagles. Smith. If you didn't notice, Jay, this is Malcolm's <laughs> way of bringing it back to Look, the Eagles. And I, I apologize. I would have been fine if he would have said something like the only receiver since, you know, Desmond Howard. But, you know, whatever. You know He's got what? his own progress. You know what? And I'm sorry to, uh, to bring it back, but. It's interesting that you say that, that now that Burroughs is playing with Cincy, got to get the ball out faster. That I, that makes me wonder what kind of routes they're going to have Jamar running. The same ones he ran in LSU, fucking slants. I mean, he <laughs> ran drags. more slants. No, he, where? He ran you more look at most of his Most of his highlights look like Paris Campbell. <laughs> it was quick... Quick dinks and dunks. He ran more and the crazy slants. part, no, because the dude who was the deep ball threat was Jefferson. Mm. People forgot they had Justin Jefferson, that big ass body he had. Jamar Chase was a short confused. route man. I may be getting them confused. Jamar Chase was a dog, don't get me wrong, but Paris Campbell looked like a dog too in college. I think I'm getting them confused. I think I'm thinking of Jefferson. Justin Jefferson had that massive body, bro. That whole offense was one of the most historically profound offenses we've ever seen in the NCAA. And people riding the shit out of that Burrow train, and that's cute. But you say he sold. a Mac Jones? How uh, my pops is saying Mac Jones had all that talent. We gonna see what you do in the league. 
But Burroughs I mean, came out the gate much. doing all right. When? <laughs> he wasn't doing bad Wait, his first season. Jay, are you saying you don't Before he got care hurt? for Burrow? It's not that I don't care for Burrow. I think man, my man's is over. Right for the, for I the... think he's not. No, no. I think he could have been really good for. This is a dude who thrived behind one of the best offensive lines in the NCAA right. with some of the best weapons in the NCAA. Right. This you throwing him into the, with the Wolves, and the dude holds the ball as long as fucking Tony Romo does, and <laughs> has the IQ of a freshman quarterback. Man, I don't know if you can say that though. I just did. I think you're being <laughs> Burrow. But I think you're being harsh on him. I do think you're being it's, harsh on him a bit. But here's the thing. Look at the last two quarterbacks that I've had. And since I have a reason and a right to be right, to be harsh. I came off of Carson Palmer. And then I got right Andy. after him, Andy Dalton. Andy Dalton was one of the best regular season quarterbacks when he played the game. And Cincy, year in and year out. And the reason why is because when we neglected that offensive line, he gets the ball out quick. He had one of the quickest releases in the NFL. This is a fact, not a joke. They did a sports science on it. It's a real thing. I like Burrow, though. I do. I I, I, I actually wish we had Burrow at one point instead of Baker. We'll trade I like for Burrow. Carr. I like Burrow. Oh, yeah, I that would be car nice. either, the hell? Yeah, we'll trade you for car. I keep Philly for that. Car. Straight up trade. That, no, we'll that would Finley. be. He beat the Steelers last year. Who did? Finley. Ryan Finley. Oh. Nah, and the Browns. Nah, Burrow's for car. Straight up. <laughs> A straight up trade? Straight up trade. A straight yeah, up Nah, you got to get me for the potential. I know where your man's is at. Uh, what you mean? We want we the ones that would want the extra pick. For what? For car. What? Maybe like Burroughs in the second round. <laughs> Burrow in the second round? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, you must right. be coming up off of a first. Shit. Burrows coming in the off the car round. and a first. Because like you said, they the car uh, they gonna say car, listen, you know what he can do. We don't know this young boy yet. But that's the point. Cars at his ceiling. Mm. <laughs> That's what I think too. Agreed. I think so too. Agreed. Like where Burrow's at. He... That's why. To answer your question uh, a little bit differently, I was not a fan of getting rid of Dalton so quick. Okay. I think it would have been I good. I felt something. I thought I felt something between it's... you and him when you were saying his name. I, I thought I, I felt something. <laughs> <laughs> Listen to me. Look, so Mark looked like he needed Corona. Dalton, Dalton, hey, he really does, but <laughs> I'm just, I'm just laughing because I mean, <clears throat> mm, Bengals. It's always interesting to talk to a Bengals fan. They just have the always, only reason it wasn't never that we shouldn't have picked mm. up Burrow right in the COVID year where we had no offseason, nobody working with anybody. Why the fuck would you let your veteran guy go when he's got one year left on the deal any damn way? Let him go, and then the Cowboys pick him up for free. He actually does solid over there. Meanwhile, Burrow gets hurt. Best, and but he didn't do awful. I, that's why I say solid. But meanwhile, Burrow gets hurt out here, which is what happens to who every year? Oh, yeah, dog. Why? Because our the, offensive line is dog shit right. and a half. Right. And that's all that. And you know what? They actually setting Burrows up because it's like, of course, he has to. 
adapt to the speed of the league, and then you're going to yeah. put him behind that line to where it's like, God damn, like, what What do you expect me to do here? That's why I was not a fan of... Like, I can't even That's see. why I was not a fan of uh, letting Don go so fast. But you know what, though, Jay? I was just thinking, in this day and age, in all honesty, let's be honest, can you draft a QB number one in the draft and not start them the next year like can a team get away with that how far back do we need to go like can i go can i go back to the cleveland browns baker mayfield you say what cleveland browns baker mayfield (laughs) i mean but i'm just saying like i know did they not start they're gonna wiggle they're gonna get them in there so Who's to say that Dalton wasn't like, you know what? I know that y'all gonna swap me out for him. Just go ahead and get rid of me now. No, he wanted to teach. He wanted to teach Burrow. He already said that he was open to teaching Burrow, especially for a dude who wasn't gonna have OTAs or any preseason work with the receivers. I mean, Burrow literally would throw a ball to AJ Green, and if it was more than 10 yards, he couldn't hit the broad side of a fucking bar. Mm. Mm. Like him, there was nothing there except for him and T. Higgins. Burrow's I like Higgins. ten yards, ten. I like Higgins too. I really like Higgins. But Burrow throwing more than ten yards is suspect. I'm not gonna argue. I'm you sorry, the fan. You know what I mean. You seen more than I did. I it's disagree. Not just I'm gonna disagree because I like Burrow's and I think that the potential is there. But it's just like people don't give people time to develop. Like you got to come out and be a great. QB your first year like in the NFL like nah let him adjust I'm sure that he'll live up to his potential I mean I feel like he will I was I cool so. with if we would have when we drafted him Andy Dalton was going to end up going out with injury anyway right so probably. why not keep Dalton Burrow's going to end up starting regardless yeah, it's a probably that's a probably no, that's a like 98.25% po- probability <laughs> that Dalton was going to get hurt you know what? It's like Burrow got hurt. We don't know. Like I would, I like to know the whys of things. So that would be a question. Like I would really want to know why the Bengals made that decision. Like I would want to talk to somebody that was a part of making that decision. Like what was what was you guys' reasoning? How are you guys making these type of decisions? Because they're not the only ones that do it. Uh, questionable things wrong. with with players. So stuff like that. I want to know what goes on. Like you know what I'm saying? But are there things that we don't know? Like there has no, to we be. all know. Anybody who pays attention to football knows that the Bengals organization is remedial at best. So these guys, instead of getting rid of a Carlos Dunlap, right, one of the best defensive end pass rushers in the league, instead of getting rid of him and getting, I don't know, what he was worth, a second-round pick, they let this man post his house on fucking Twitter uh. when he put it up for sale. And now he's worth, what, a seventh? <laughs> And then he goes to Seattle and starts balling out out there. Like, these are the things that the Bengals have never been accused of being a smart, you know, run organization. Like, this is the same group of guys who was like, hey, Reggie Nelson just had a fucking Pro Bowl year and we're going to cut him. What? Like, this is the shit that I'm like, we kept, we held on to Vontez Burfick for as long as we did, knowing (laughs) all of the issues. Well, listen, I like, got... Like, don't get me wrong. I love Burfick. I love oh. the style of player he oh. is. 
crazy. But at the end of the day, I got faith in you because you also a Michigan fan, so I'm sure you can hang in there for the Bengals. I but look, I don't know. Unlike Michigan, I've been spoiled with you know playoffs and shit with the Bengals. Mm. So like we've been in my lifetime, thirty-two years, we've been to more playoffs than the Browns have, than the fucking Ravens in, in have. Recent because they've years, been yeah. around for some of that. You know what I mean? Like this is what I've become accustomed to in my mm. adult life. You know what I mean? Like the this, Bengals. I mean, me well, you know, drink this, about this it. <laughs> Real quick, before you before you change subjects, I do want to say that it is this in the past three years. This is the first time that the Bengals haven't been like uh, been able to really put up a fight. Um, we are used to them being competitive, so this is probably the yeah. first time in a while that they haven't been able to do that. But what were you saying, Cliff? Oh, you were no. getting ready to yeah, no, something I was about just taking say, a drink. Yeah, drink about it, you. <laughs> about both of Michigan. He gonna be drinking. He gonna be drinking yeah, all season because they ain't winning no man. games either. You and you and Malcolm gonna have to share a drink. <laughs> I'm <gonna stay> drunk. <laughs> he said I'm gonna just stay drunk. <laughs> Listen, I'm sure I'm gonna be drunk with you. I think the Raiders gonna have a decent season, but I, I they always <laughs> drive me to drink. <laughs> I give y'all fifty. I I give y'all five hundred. So what seven and uh, or I mean, they have she giving you better than I gave eight, eight and seventeen. <laughs> Wait, eight and seventeen. Yeah, like eight and eight, or how many is seventeen games? So y'all really can't do five hundred, but somewhere around there. They'll be just under. Uh, Yeah, somewhere around there. I think we'll go at least eleven and seventeen. Absolutely not. What what were you getting ready to say? We were getting ready to go to the (laughs) Mountains. You're not getting eleven and seventeen. What you think? (laughs) Yeah, eleven and seventeen. You There's only go 17 games. 17, my God. You got to subtract that 17. 11. You know oh, what I mean? I thought you was going. <laughs> right. Now, I you might like have to put one. down whatever you've been puffing on I over know, there. I uh, know the boss, uh, Ricky Ross Jr. knew what I was saying. But <laughs> he, he in Copacabana <laughs> right now chilling. Oh, snap. <laughs> but um, before we wrap it up, um. The Arrow Spence Jr. Manny Pacquiao fight was supposed to be next week. It is now off. Canceled. Uh, Canceled or postponed? I thought that they. I thought you said he had the. He had the clause where he would had to take some fight, or that was a different fight. Canelo. That was that was was Canelo Canelo with Caleb Plant, and that that's in renegotiation actually now. So we may still get that Canelo Caleb Plant fight, but. Errol Spence and Manny Pacquiao was different. Um, Errol Spence suffered a, a retinal tear and had to get surgery on his eye. So Manny Pacquiao still fighting on the same date, but he's fighting Yordanis Ugas, who is um, another champion. He's Cuban. He's a Cuban uh, champion. He's undefeated. He's a. Uh, he's not a joke. He actually got Manny Pacquiao's belt because Manny Pacquiao was inactive for two years and uh, the WBO stripped him and gave it to Ugas. He was the next one in line, but Ugas hasn't fought since they gave it to him. So now they're both fighting for the same belt, basically. So, I mean, it makes sense. It's definitely not the same fight. I think that this still may be a good one. Um, 
I'm probably not going to buy it. I might go somewhere and watch it, but I'm probably not going to buy that. What weekend is it? Uh, the 28th? It's this next weekend coming up. 21st? 21st. Yeah. Okay. We might get it. We usually get the fights, so we'll see. It's either the 21st or the 20th. The 28th, that, that's my birthday, so that weekend... I think that's the Jake Paul Tyron Woodley fight. Yeah. So yeah. I think Manny Pacquiao. We probably get both weekend, of them. If I'm remembering correctly. But um other than that, the the I mean the same fights we announce them all every week. I ain't gonna go back through them. But that Sean Porter is coming up. The Sean Porter Terrence Crawford, that's in September. That's the next one I'm really excited for. And um, other than that, I have nothing else. Does anybody have anything that they would like to bring up before we wrap it up? Zach Wilson off to a high, high start. Because I on, on him tonight. Oh, that, did that game start already? Yeah, Zach Wilson just threw a nice, nice pass just a second ago. I told you, man. I think he's gonna be a shocker too. I think, uh, I think my dad was right with, about him. I think he's gonna be a shocker in uh, New York. But um, yeah, that's. I mean, that's all we got this time. Um, Britt, I don't know if you're aware, but I guess now would be a good time to uh, let everybody know, especially the audience that may be out there listening. There is no more Wednesday show uh, for basketball that is now being moved to Tuesdays for football. So we'll be coming on this Tuesday. Um, Any of y'all that are interested, hit me up. But um, this Tuesday will be our first show. Um, We'll cover, of course, the weekend's preseason and get um, the other hosts uh, opinions on the games that ha- we already covered and then um on the weekends of course we'll still talk some football but it'll be more geared towards all around sports like we say than just football on the weekends so anybody still out there like subscribe share tell a friend to tell a friend all that jazz it don't cost you nothing just click it uh and the question to wrap us up you know what is that mm. fuck it we gonna pick on jay uh-oh on jay this evening you you know what you did what I, no i don't <laughs> what he do you like cincinnati that's what you did so uh i want to know uh what cincinnati does on the record this year and then hit the showers that's out of 17 games you want to know what their record is going to be you want you want my projection of your team this year and yeah and then you hit the showers Yeah, we need all that. We picking on you. Five and twelve. Five and twelve. Okay, we kind of. I was my project. I project them to go six because I I actually like the Bengals. I'm I'm gonna give them six and eleven. I was. That's where I was leading towards too. One one more than the Eagles. 
Oh, <laughs> <laughs> what you got, that's Ricky? Him. That's what I was saying too. Six and eleven was definitely on my mind. Yeah, I think um, six and eleven is out. The five and twelve. I mean, you may be right, but that's a. I mean, it ain't you got to be harsh on your own team? Yeah, start nah. I gotta be. I'm just a real. No, you don't have to be, but yeah, let's be logical about it. If you want <laughs> logical, I'd be like, get this crazy motherfucker up off here. Hey, we didn't touch on something that I low key forgot oh, about yeah. until just now. No, nah, not that. Okay. I mean, rest in peace to Bobby Bowden, but. Right. Um, Something to possibly talk about next time. The Pac 12. ACC and the Big Ten conferences are talking about an alliance in, in the way? season where they would only play each other. So basically, leaving the SEC shit out of luck for games outside of the conference, they'd have to go to the Big Twelve. Now, what would be the purpose of that, though? Like, what would? I'm be not the- sure. Yeah, that like that's what I, I would. I'm not know. sure what the goal of the end game is. What I'm thinking it is, since SEC did their whole thing where they tried to poach a bunch of teams from a bunch of conferences, um, you know, with the Ohio State, Michigan, Texas, right. Oklahoma, all that shit. Uh, Clemson, Florida State, I believe, was also in there. Um, by making their mega conference, and we all know that Oklahoma and Texas both want to go already. So right. if they make this mega conference. There's no point in even doing playing games outside of the conference itself. At that point, you're just doing the SEC invitation, right? So I think what their end game is, I'm not, I don't know. I'm not in those rooms, but it sounded to me like what the end game was going to be was they were going to make an alliance where the Pac-12, the ACC, and the Big Ten would only play against each other. Mm-hmm. And obviously until bowl season comes and then they don't have a choice, but they they would basically restrict it to the point where they say, hey, we're not scheduling shit with the SEC. You know what that says to me? And this is just me. This is just my mind connecting dots. And I'm not saying that I'm right, but it sounds to me like. Now, because, of course, the players can make money off of their own likeness, right? And everybody are committing to SEC schools. If the SEC isn't paying the ACC teams and all them enough on the back end, then they like, well, wait a minute. Just because you're now paying those players don't mean you can take money out of our pocket. So they're unionizing between all of the teams that are getting underpaid by those big name colleges to be like, nah, y'all got to pay us this or we don't play all at all. Right. Or I wouldn't be surprised if it was in a union type thing. You know, it was kind of being done to block the SEC. So like, yeah, y'all could do it's been a lot of commits over there. It's been a lot of commits that have come through there or that have committed to there since the likeness thing has come out that mm-hmm. if this does go through, they're kind of screwed now. What do you mean? Like that screws them <clears throat> to have to pay those players that committed that amount of money to not be able to make it back in your your college schedule 
because they're now refusing to play you. And you knew a lot of those teams you didn't have to pay as much. Right. Because they weren't on your level, which is why you're getting all the commits. But now that you got the commits and you got to pay the money, you got to start paying them as well. Are they like, we're not right. going to play you? I see what you're saying. So you're you talking about me? like this. This is going to be a big thing for like the Citadels and uh, those smaller, smaller schools. All of them are going to have to, you're going to have to raise the cap if you want to break even. Because I know how right. much y'all are paying that quarterback and that running back and those offensive linemen. So you're not going to make it back on us. If you right. want to play us, pay us. And you know that it's that's always been an issue in college sports. That's why Ohio State will pick a team like Wright State and play them. Yeah, we'll pay y'all a couple of dollars to come up and get y'all's ass beat, but they know they're not making what they should be making playing a team like Ohio State, and this is a good way to guarantee you make it. Well, in Ohio State, like, to hide behind that whole, you know, we don't want a little brother mentality, too. So, <laughs> don't point to your hat for the I mean, audio listeners out there. I'm just saying. He got an ugly-ass uh, Cincinnati they scared. hat on. They were scared. He got an ugly-ass To make a little brother, because they saw what happened to Bama, Michigan, all of them schools. Florida, Florida State, whichever one you want. Listen, I fuck with the Bearcats. Everyone does. You can't not help but, like... Like, I fuck with the Bearcats, I ain't gonna lie. But um, we gonna hit the sh- or, uh, give the hit the showers and we rocking out. We coming right up on that two hour mark. We at 150. Uh, well, I'm gonna start it out. I'm sorry, I just gotta. I'll start it <laughs> out because here's my thing. I know that I feel like everybody, and you guys may have touched, I don't know if you guys did the Wednesday show or not. Show or not. I feel like everybody's hit the showers should be the same this week. Everybody knows Dennis Schroeder. Is the ultimate hit the shout? I don't know if I can agree. Are you serious? We had that whole. She wasn't. She wasn't here for that part of the combo. Okay, (laughs) my bad. To that conversation. No, I I ain't no bad because I mean I think that a lot of people feel that way. But I think for him specifically, I think that that's a that's a pretty decent move. Like, and to just to run it back real quick, we were basically saying okay, that eighty four four million over four years you were locked into LA. So when you Mm. said you didn't want that, basically you were saying, I don't want the ring. I want to be paid what I'm worth. So you took an L on the year, but when you think about it, you didn't take a $76 million L. You only took a $15 million L because you only signed a one year deal with the Celtics. Now the Celtics got rid of Kimball Walker, which means you're now the go-to point guard in Boston and as we all know, Boston runs their game through their point guard. If you can boost your stats or abilities up this year, you're going to get that $125 million contract you were waiting on. You wouldn't have been able to get it committing to four years with L.A. Um, but here's the thing. You know, I, I feel like he took an L for the simple fact, like, um, that's something, you know, you – he he basically he's taking a chance. He's gambling. We don't know what's gonna happen with him this no, uh right. this this season. You know what I'm saying? If he you gets right. injured, he's really gonna look like um the ultimate hit the showers. But he's never because, been injury prone when you think about it. I mean, which is cool. Hopefully nothing happens, but I'm just saying he's like German. he's taking it. 
He's black German. They gotta be strong. Well, listen. Thing? I don't know what. Huh? I don't know who's. I, said, I thought he was from. Yeah, he's from <laughs> Germany. No, I'm well, saying it's, it's he, like it's I don't know. It don't matter. Black Germans gotta be. Well, I don't know. I didn't. Uh, I won't say that on. It don't matter where he's from, in my opinion. <laughs> my thing is this: you're taking a chance, and I could agree with you if he would have gotten. Because uh, he gave up, what, $84 million for four years? If he would have got mm-hmm. something close to what he would have made in a year, then I would agree with agree with you. So you said if but, he got like 12, that would have been better than the five. Yeah, like, okay, I see, I see what you're trying to do. You're still getting what you around what you think you're worth or somewhat around what you think you're worth. And um, you're going to another team where maybe you have more opportunities to, you know, take over whatever it may be. Point guards that came out. That's why I said that's another reason why he got so low. It's not that I don't think they were trying to play him. They were just thinking like, look at all the point guards that came out. We already got Peyton Pritchard and uh, what, like, yeah, you're not a necessity. We just would like to add you to the squad. It's almost like a tryout year. And once again, I repeat myself, Schroeder's not a tryout player. Well, he should Schroeder be past that point in his star. He should be past that point in his career, and that's why I say it was not a good move for him. Uh, because you, he really should be past that point in his career. He made a move as if he were past that point right. in his career where he has to try out, and I can agree. He kind of fell fell flat on his face, and now he's kind of having to try out again to get his money. Like I said. Right. I feel that, like he no, that's um that is that's he, a good way to put he, it. He he made a he made a mistake and hopefully he bounces back. You know, I want to see I think people bounce back, but it's just like, man, he's really, you know, this is going to be a rough year mentally. You know what I'm saying? Knowing like, damn, I could have been I don't think on the I Lakers. I think, I think if he's if he's in his right mind, he's thinking I'm good. I just got to show out like I know I can. If he does what he did with the Lakers, he's going to get paid next year. Not only that, I mean, Man, go back not, you can't say that because he didn't get paid this year. Right. If well, you can find well, listen, it through the, uh, so clearly they're not seeing the, the value fact that they will offer him a four eighty four after they got Russell. Let you know that he's worth keeping. Fact for them, but the, apparently the rest of the world didn't see it that way. That's what I said too, really. Right, but that's only because of you. You chose to say you wanted to leave after the draft. If he said he would have wanted to leave before the draft, oh, he would have got a comparable contract. But the fact that the draft came out and all those guards came out, it's almost like, I'm not going to say that either. But <laughs> it's almost like a whole bunch of people rushing yeah, through the finish line. Only one makes it through, right? But first, and, and you think about all the teams that are low level. Low level that got good point guards this year. Orlando with Jalen Suggs and it like the it you can name any low level team they got a good point guard this year, whether rookie or picked one up. So man listen Schroeder's not gonna get no fifteen mil for one year. But that's what he's <laughs> aiming for. I would have shot for the eight, the nine. Give me nine one one year. I'm good with that and I'll I'll show out and be good next year. Again, I still feel like, you know, he definitely, this, no, he this is donkey. Yeah, he, he definitely dropped the ball. Yeah, he definitely dropped the ball because my 
thing is if the outside world or the you know outside NBA does not see the value in you, and you're talking about draft picks, this is a draft every year. That's not going to change. And the only way you get valued is within the um, team you're in. You got to actually play for the team for them to value you. I mean, I feel like the Lakers valued him. That's why they offered him the contract. Offered him the contract that they did. But if that's the only way people can see your value, then that's not a good look, man. It's going to be hard for him to reach his goal of whatever, however much money that he wants. And you know what it could have been? I don't know. You know, all these crazy contracts been dropping and stuff like that. You know, people be feeling some type of way. Egos start talking to you and you feel like you should be in those talks because what's the name? Just got a um, couple people just got some crazy contracts. Uh, Didn't they? Who's you about to say? Yeah, it's been. Nah, uh, I was. Been a few that I heard. Listen, I was surprised that. Well, no, I'm not gonna say that one. Um, but I'm I'm gonna say that I'm I was surprised that <clears throat> the Lakers brought Kendrick Nunn in on that contract. Like I'm not saying that Kendrick Nunn isn't a good point guard, mm-hmm. but to like to bring him in like he's just the like that's like a that's like a Caldwell Pope selection. Right, okay. and I would have been more satisfied with Caldwell Pope than Kendrick Nunn. Mm. So I don't understand why somebody in their front office didn't just negotiate with Caldwell Pope and be like, "We want you, but we'll let you go if we can't come to an agreement." Instead, you let him go and you bring a Kendrick Nunn in. I believe on what, like a six point three or something like that. It was something like that. And I'm like, God damn, like that's higher than like vet minimums. And who's what's Kendrick Nunn ever done? But I don't know that, could you know, uh, um, not to get too deep into it, but I mean, that could be a LeBron thing. You know what I'm saying? Like when LeBron makes this decision, nothing about Kendrick Nunn. Oh, man, LeBron knows about everybody. That nigga don't, don't, he be like Kendrick, what, the nigga that came off the bench and hit that three on me that one time? Bring him on. Fuck it. We want him to. Le- LeBron is a student of the game. Trust me. He knows about every, Fuck everyone. Fuck all that. What you, let's, what you got, Mark? What you, who's your hit the showers? Uh, hit the showers. Eagles. <laughs> Man, I almost did it too. I'm a, I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go with the Cowboys, just cause Dak's right. shoulder strain, and uh, I want to see the Cowboys healthy because I want to be able to laugh at the Cowboys like I do every year when they lose and they make the playoffs. So why you got why you gotta hit the showers? Cause they letting Dak sit out. Cause I need cause I hate the Cowboys. I was impressed with the Cowboys O line, man. I ain't gonna lie about that. But I do that. want the Cowboys to be healthy. So when the Cowboys fans cheer for their team and they still lose and don't make the playoffs, I want no excuses. <laughs> I don't want no Cowboy fans talking about Dak was hurt. Zeke added on ten more pounds again after he lost thirty pounds. So <laughs> Cowboys hit the showers. Man, shut the fuck up. What you got? <laughs> what you got, Jack? Uh, I'm gonna give one to my Bengals. Um, Ooh. you know they playing the they, they preseason game right now. Uh-huh. They months. must be looking trash. Matt, listen, I've been getting reports through ESPN, Bleacher Report, all this shit talking about how Joe Burrow looked fine. He's looking good. Right. Everybody's talking good. 
He hasn't thrown a single pass and didn't take a snap in this game. Tom Brady threw two passes. Two. Mm-hmm. Burrow ain't been seen in this game. So, so what? I mean, I'm putting him in the damn showers. <laughs> Teasing me and shit, trying to tell me that he's getting better and shit. Make me believe it. Show me something. So you trying to put? You should put the media in in the hit the showers because they the ones. I kind of feel that way too. Pump. I'm putting pumping them, both. them up. Put them both in. Cincy I, Jungle and the organization. I am going to uh, wrap it up here. We right at the two oh one mark. My hit the showers is going to Atlanta. I don't care if it's preseason. Y'all got absolutely murdered by Tennessee. <laughs> M- murdered. Like it was 20 point loss. Murder by Tennessee. Tennessee might be that. I think they are going to be dangerous this year. But still, Atlanta, man. And then you let Leo <laughs> go to like mur- that murder. Atlanta hit the showers. I don't know what y'all planning on doing, especially with Matt Ryan still taking snaps back there. Oh, we'll see. Um, I don't know what Atlanta want. That is interesting. I don't know right. what they want. I, don't, I don't feel like they ain't thinking about their future. I don't know what they thinking about. Yeah, you're right. Hit them. I don't know what they plan is. I got to sit back and, and, and see. But does anybody have anything to take us out before we wrap it up? No? Nothing on my end. Well, Malcolm, you I just mean, make sure you brush the sand off your toes before you hop back in your house because I don't want Alexis chasing you around the house with a broom. <laughs> uh, Jay, as always, we appreciate having you. Brett, you know we love that lovely face gracing us. Um, to everybody out there, once again, like, subscribe, subscribe, motherfuckers. It don't cost y'all nothing. Click the fucking button. And Carl uh, the for team captain. And the Eagles. I heard they taking you back. <laughs> we'll see y'all next time. Uh, peace, love, and happiness. <laughs> peace, love, happiness. Peace. Peace.